0: Hey y'all, this is Courtney. Annie Moni. And you're listening to the Soul Sisters podcast.
1: this is episode 13 of the soul sisters podcast if you are listening in for the first time thank you for joining us and you are now officially part of the ssp community so welcome and for those of you who tuned in for our previous episodes thank you so much for the support y'all have been rocking with us for the past 13 weeks Mm -hmm. and that's so amazing to see and hear about all the people that are tuning in so we thank you Thank you so much. So this is a special episode. Because this is the first time Courtney and I are together in person while recording. Yes, so that means previously I've been in Texas, she's been in California while we've been recording episodes, but this week we are together. We are together. In Orlando. Yes, we are. Sick. Sick. Don't make no sense. Y'all. The rain got us. The rain got us. We were trying to be kids <laughs> at the Disney park last night. It was raining. We had no coat. We had no umbrella. Mm-hmm. Woke up. Throat was hurting. Mm-mm. Fevers were on the rise. On the rise. <laughs> but we're here and we're excited to have this um, getaway. So how are you doing? I'm good. Besides, my
0: throat hurts. Yeah. That's it. Glad to be beside you, Sissy. Yes!
1: This is hey, really cool to record together. <laughs> hmm. So now I can clearly see all your facial expressions when I say something. Oh,
0: my Lord. This is
1: good. How are you? I'm doing well. It's nice to get away from Texas. Um, it's nice to be with the family. This is my first time seeing them in six months. It's my first time seeing Courtney in five months. Six months? Six months. Six months. So it's just good to be around familiar people after being around a whole bunch of people that you're not familiar with. Mm -hmm. So I'm content. My heart is full. That's good. All is well. So yeah, y'all, we
0: read an article Mm -hmm. called My Struggle with Finding and Maintaining Christian Friends. And that spoke to both of us, right? Mm -hmm. And the author discussed how the older she got, the more difficult it became to find Christian friends. And so the tension arose when she went off to college and she found um, a solid group of friends that were her support system throughout school, but they weren't Christians, um, which led her to having personal convictions about her choice of friends. Um, She went on to say, God explained to me that by seeking the ideas and advice of people who did not live in a world that acknowledged God I, the author, was operating as a non-believer regarding important decisions in my life. She went on to say, the advice I would receive from my friends would lead, lead me to believe that I had to rely on my own strength in certain situations rather than God's. So eventually she prayed um, to God and asked him to bring the right people in her life. So with this Sissy, I'm going to ask you, what were your initial reactions to the article? Were there any similarities? Or differences to in your experiences.
1: There were both similarities and differences. Uh, One thing that I will say, which we didn't read to you all, but I'll speak to this: the author talks about how it was easier when she was a child Mm -hmm. to have Christian friends Mm because she was friends with everyone that was in her church, Mm -hmm. and that was very much so my experience. Like you didn't have to question people because as long as your parents knew who their parents were especially if you were serving in the same church then it's like oh it's all good um, but the older you get the more difficult that mm-hmm. becomes now i will say i did have a group of christian friends in college however there were some differences within like our own individual walks with christ which i'll unpack later on but i thought it was a good article And it's really impactful when she said that she was operating as a Mm non-believer. And it makes me think about how people that have a desire to be married or are married, they get advice or try to get advice from single people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why are you going to people who are single so they don't um, understand what it takes to be in a marriage or have that experience? So it's very interesting how the spirit convicted her in that way and basically checking her and was like why are you asking non-believers for things that i can't help you with Mm -hmm. so that was very eye-opening yeah what about you
0: i would say the same what you said it was way easier to have friends from church Mm -hmm. when you were younger because those were the people that you were with um Sometimes more than once a week. Yeah. yeah. So Wednesday service, um, Sunday service. And then if you had anything else in between, if you danced or anything else, those are your friends. And you see them. And like you said, it was easier. Um, as long as parents knew, it's easier to have a sleepover. It's easier to do all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely agree with that. Um, Any differences in regarding my experience? Yeah. Like it was harder to find Christian friends simply because... Uh, in college, simply because it's like you go from being able to like they're sort of given to you mm-hmm. like easily at church because you you just show up and that like, all right. of a sudden you're they're your friends but then now when you went to school it's like they now have to make an effort to find friends that are Christians and you have to sort of look them out like look for them
1: because not everyone's a Christian. Right. That was another thing I was gonna say. Nowadays you, you, don't don't know. Know. you don't know. Um, you know, and growing up in a black Baptist church, my assumption was that every black person was Baptist and that every black person went to church and mm-hmm. was a Christian. That mm-hmm. was my assumption. And it mm-hmm. wasn't until I got to college that I learned that there are black Catholics. Mm. I didn't know that. Ooh. I just yeah. did not know that um and so for me to meet a black person that doesn't go to church i was just like huh yeah. like what so to my point like nowadays you just don't know who's don't a christian and know. here's the thing people can say they believe in god but do mm-hmm. they believe in jesus yeah that's, that's a it. whole other story so you just you truly just never know which that's makes it. it difficult that's it All right,
0: going to college was a turning point for the office. So, can you tell us about your college experience with finding Christian friends or a Christian community? Mm -hmm.
1: So, fortunately for me, it wasn't difficult to find a Christian community because, one, the black community was very small at my school, and within the black community, There was a student organization called the Miami University Gospel Singers, which I actually was a part of the gospel choir during my first two years of college. So being part of the choir automatically just set me in spaces with other believers and the choir did programmings to help like spread the gospel and bring people together as a community. And also my friend group that i had um all of us grew up in church so we all had that christian background now what was interesting was we were all at different points in our walk with christ so some had grew up in church but like left the church and some you know grew up in church and was still going to church consistently but now beginning to question the the baptist background that they had grew up in and um it's so interesting being part of my friend group although all of us are believers i still felt isolated and lonely in a way Mm. and that's because I accepted God's call on my life when I was a freshman in college. Now, with my friends, each and every one of them are called to do something. Now, whether they have accepted that call, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of got to a point where um, although I was surrounded by believers, I knew that I probably had different experiences than all of them. And I felt as though God was holding me to a higher standard and requiring me to be more disciplined than them, Mm -hmm. which I was upset at him for that. Mm -hmm. So although I was surrounded by other believers, we were all just at different points in Mm -hmm. our walk, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I'm not knocking them for that. But there was still a part of me that felt lonely Mm -hmm. in that aspect yeah what about you
0: um for me it was pretty difficult um yeah it was difficult um because for one I went I came to school I didn't know anyone so I was already like as a freshman I was really shy like I I honestly met my first friend in study hall like -hmm. that's how I met my first friend and going like learning who my friend is like we just sort of we, we knew like we had like the the baptist background mm-hmm. um uh the black church background mm-hmm. i can say and just grew up in church um but the thing was like i could go to her and we'd be like oh, we could go to church or things like that um but it was never a thing i guess freshman year it was never a thing where it was like Girl, let's pray together. Like it was never that. It's like I knew that she was a believer. Mm-hmm. I knew that she loved God. But I mean, like I spent, like I spent fall break with her. We went to church and all this. So like I knew she was a believer, but we never had conversations about God. Besides, like you know, you when something happens, like girl, God's gonna, like God's gonna yeah. take care of it, like things like that. Yeah. Um. So it was difficult, and then like. Um, we, I think we talked about this in previous episodes, like, finding a church yeah. community. Mm-hmm. And because it was so hard, because I was trying to find a church community that mirrored my home church, it was hard for me to find that. And so, because I couldn't find that exactly, like, I didn't find a Christian community. So, it was really hard. So, most of my friends, like, thinking about, like, my friends back at school, like, we... We are all believers, mm-hmm. but we didn't have on the basis of, we never really talked about just like, like God or like where we were spiritually and mm-hmm. everything else. But we knew, like, we knew we were believers. We'll, girl, we'll, we'll pray and everything else and, you know, like little things like that. Like, mm-hmm. girl, I'll pray for you. Like, things like that. But we didn't, like, seriously talk about our spiritual walks.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, I will say this um my friends and i we became more open as time went on mm-hmm. so between like freshman year and even now we became more open about um like our spiritual lives in terms of like praying for one another or just being transparent and honest and and to to be quite frank with you at one point it was because of my friends that i How do I say this? It's because of my friends that I really started to get into alignment with God's will because at one point I was teaching Bible study on campus, but then I stopped Mm -hmm. because I was like, okay, I'm not about to be teaching this word or having Bible study if I'm really not living it like I should. So I stopped and one day my friend Aaliyah was like, yeah, God told me to tell you, you're supposed to be doing Bible study. And I was trying to avoid it for the longest, but it was after that conversation that I was like, hmm, okay. So, to, as time went on to a certain degree, my friends were holding me accountable, which I'm grateful for. Mm, So, I wanted to just say that I didn't want to, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Were you friends with any non-believers? And if so, were there any conversations about religion?
1: Okay, so I don't use that word friends very loosely. So mm-hmm. in my close group of friends in college, no. We were all believers. Now to the extent that we believed and to the extent that we were aligned with whatever God wanted us to do, there were some differences. It wasn't until I got to college that I either became friends with or had acquaintances with other people who really just questioned Christianity. Mm-hmm. And not in a way like, oh where was jesus born or like how many kids did david have not like that it's Mm -hmm. like uh well if god loves us so much why does he let little kids die and stuff like that and Mm. i feel like growing up in the baptist church it's like you don't ask questions you just believe what they tell us to believe or you believe what the bible says and that's that you don't ask no questions. yeah It wasn't until I got to college that I was surrounded by people that were really questioning God and his Mm -hmm. word. And I was just like, why are you questioning God? At first I became offended, but then I realized like, no, it's important for us to test every spirit. It's important for us to ask questions. We shouldn't believe something just because someone else said we should believe it. We should believe things because we have that revelation and that knowledge and that experience for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now, there were some people who were on the extreme that were really just in tune with the universe mm-hmm. and the stars aligning. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, no, that ain't it. But um, one of my very close friends, um, you know, she just asked certain questions. And then when she would ask, I'd be like, hmm, that actually is a good question. So that really taught me the importance of... um of being curious because God doesn't expect us to know everything, but I know one thing that He does expect us to, and that is to to be able to go to Him with questions mm-hmm. and not believe everything that everyone tells you that you should believe.
0: Mm-hmm. What is something you've questioned?
1: Whoa! I wasn't expecting that question. I have questioned why god chose me for the purpose that he gave me Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because i i firmly believe that i'm unqualified i firmly believe that i should not be doing anything that he wants me to do i should not um i am undeserving Mm -hmm. of where i'm at now every in life and everything that he's blessed me with and i really just be like wow why are you choosing this foolish thing right here Mm -hmm. Have you questioned anything?
0: Yeah, basically the same. Hmm. Or what? Like, what? Mm-hmm. And the why behind the what? It's like, why did you give me this gift? Like, why did you? Why did you make me meet Imani so we can have this podcast? Like, little like little things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why? And it all connects back to purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's so funny because as I'm studying the word more, I find myself, like, asking a whole bunch of questions. Like, for example, I never share this with you, but, um, you know, Genesis, when God was creating everything, he said, let there be light, right, on, like, the first day. But the sun wasn't created till like, the third or fourth day. So I re- I read that, and I was like, okay so god when you said let there be light it wasn't the sun so like was that you like did you just turn yourself on and you became the light or was it just i think that's the question that i have Mm. now i got you thinking because you never thought about it Thought it right you never have you ever thought about that no see these are these are questions and now i think that's one that's one piece of advice that my um, Pastor gave me, he's like, When you're studying, when you're reading the word, like, ask questions, ask God why He told that person to go to the river, ask God why He told them to go to the mine. Mm-hmm. And I find myself doing that. Um, and it's, it's been very eye opening.
0: Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, have I had friends with any non believers? I think. <laughs> <laughs> When you frame it, like, there's people, (laughs) there's people that I have been, like, friends with that acknowledge God, but don't acknowledge Jesus. Mm. And that's never, it was never something I found out right away. Like, I, like, years
1: had gone by, and then I was like, oh. Would they still... Proclaimed to be Christians and believers?
0: The way that it was framed to me, like, I believe in God. I just don't believe in Jesus. So, to me, I don't know. Like, Do they go to church? Yes. So, it's just like, I, it's it's quite confusing for me. I mean, it's not my place to know, but. Mm-hmm. um. So, I guess, yes. But, um, yeah. There's only, yeah, there's only one or two people that I know, and I didn't like know, like, right off the top because anyone knows me, like, you know, off bet, like, mm-hmm. but like, that's something I just never. And we had that one conversation about religion, and that was it. Mm. And that's when I found, and this, I mean, we had been friends for over two, three years, and it was like,
1: oh, yeah, oh,
0: so it was very interesting, um, to think about, um. So yeah, I mean, but most of, but like you said, besides those people, um, most of my friends are not, they are believers, but on the, on the scale of where we are, I think, I think especially it may be, I feel like me and you may feel this a lot more, but like people can be believers and that's where it stops like it's like they're believers it's like yes i believe in god i believe in jesus i pray whenever i need something i pray like you know but like to fully like engage into into i mean i remember i told somebody once like more recently oh yeah like we don't get the episode topics based off what we think like god gives us to like god Mm -hmm. gives us episode topics she was like, wait, what do you mean God gives you the episode topics? And this mm. person is a believer. Like, mm. like I was like, what do you I'm like, we sit and wait for God to tell us what to talk about. Like, yeah. this is what we this is what we do. And they're like, for real? And I remember mm. she just so shocked, like, like, dang, I wish I wish God would talk to me like that. Wow. And it's like,
1: like, sister girl, like, he he probably does. That grieves me. But she probably in whatever church environment that she grew up in, that probably wasn't something that was taught to her or something that she heard about. I mean, I know for me, like growing up in a black Baptist church, like I wasn't, there was no such thing as prophesying. There was no such thing as laying hands on people and, and doing deliverance or speaking Mm -hmm. in tongues. I didn't Mm -hmm. have that experience until I was 18. And unfortunately there are a lot of people um, that don't realize that God can speak to us. You don't have to be a pastor. You not don't have to be a minister. You don't have to be a pope t- for God to speak to you. Not, and not, not a lot of people understand,
0: understand yeah.
1: that. Yeah. Which I try. I think for me, what I struggle with in terms of like choosing friends, which is this is kind of going to the next question. But for me, it's because I'm very much so aware. Of what God is calling me to, I kind of get a little bit frustrated when people don't understand that. Understand what? Understand um, what it takes oh, to yeah. do what God wants you to do. At the same time, and the Holy Spirit checks me on this all the time, and He's like, "Imani, you didn't, you haven't known all your life." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so now, actually, as you were just saying that, um, my heart sunken. In- her yeah. because a lot of people don't realize the access that we have to God because of Jesus you gotta believe in Jesus yeah. now if she doesn't believe in Jesus then I don't think that would surprise me that she feels that way but if you believe in Jesus we yeah. have that access a whole lot of access
0: mm-hmm. so um, next question um, as we graduated from college we moved across the country mm-hmm. we're now adults so what is your approach to making Christian friends Hmm.
1: that's a good question because I struggle just to make friends (laughs) it's hard to make friends as an adult especially when you are in an unfamiliar place yeah uh one thing that has helped is getting connected to a church however I don't think we have to be friends just because we go to the same church and serve in the same ministry like I don't I yes you are my brother and sister in Christ but Am I always going to be so willing to open my home to you and share everything about me with you? No. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, I'm very intentional on who I become friends with because I know God's purpose for me. And I can't be friends with just anyone. Mm -hmm. And I don't say this to make it seem like I'm better than someone. I say it this in a way where I know the type of people I need to surround myself with. So if you want to be my friend... Um, you have to have a certain level of maturity. You have to have a certain level of discipline and I'm really going to assess like your mindset because everything as a man thinking, so is he. So I'm really going to also look at the type of fruit that you bear, if any at all. Ooh, why are you looking at me like that?
0: No, I'm thinking. Oh. Um, That's all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, because I'm I'm a firm believer that birds of a feather flock together and you are the company that you keep. So no, I'm not gonna be friends with lazy people, I'm not gonna be friends with people that have no drive for success. I'm not gonna be friends with people that just have this K Sarah, Sarah, whatever it would be will be mentality when it comes to um just their life and the type of life they want to they want to live I very much so want to be friends with people who are just one on fire for God to want to live the life that God has mm-hmm. for us yeah and I'm not I'm not saying that you have to have all your ducks in a row because I sure don't mm-hmm. but as long as you're open to learning mm, that's yeah. what it is as long as you're open to learning and open to um changing your perspective, and having new experiences, then yes. Mm, That's good. I'll consider being friends with you. That's good. At the same time, I also know I'm not meant to have a lot of friends. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm not meant to have a lot of friends. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. How about you? What is your approach to making Christian friends? You know, I haven't really...
0: Intentionally went out and said, "I gotta make Christian friends."
1: So mm-hmm. what had happened was,
0: the Christian friends that I do have, um, that I've made in California, sort of happened organically. Mm-hmm. So one pers- particular friend, I met her at church. She sat beside me one Sunday, mm-hmm. and um, we cut up the whole Sunday, like the whole service, like yeah. every- everything. Pastor was saying, like we were going back and forth, like yeah. talking about it. And then after church, we s- we spoke, and that was it. And then, like the next Sunday, she was like, "I was looking for you," and I was like, "You were looking for me?" Mm. Like, and and she was like, "You know, the Lord really like spoke to me once we once we left. It was like, yeah, you need to be friends with her. Like, you need to like get to know her." Mm. And I was, you know, I'm hesitant making friends. Yeah, a little bit. I'm hesitant in general about everything about making
1: new friends in California. She wasn't hesitant about making friends with me. But go ahead.
0: <laughs> <But> we <anywho>. knew. <laughs> I, and I was and we have been close friends. I won't even say close friends. We've been friends um at church and we're getting closer. Like being able to um talk about the things that's going on. We went to Brian, so that's been great. I know I know she's listening. She listens to the podcast, which is really cool. She gives me input on like what episode and she asks she comes with questions on Sunday. She'd be like, so when, when this X, Y, and Z, I'm like, oh, you've listened. Oh, okay. So, and she's supportive. Hey, friend. Uh, hi, Asaya. I know you're listening, girl. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then also, I've made friends in other ways. Like, some of my people that wor- work with me, I had a one-on-one with someone. And I she was asking about my transition. I said, yeah, the best part of my transition is my whole church is here. Mm-hmm. And she... and. It, that sort of opened up a door yeah and she was like yeah um like she um her dad's a pastor she volunteers at the church she serves she's over marketing and things like that she goes wait a minute we have a bible study every two weeks during lunchtime Mm -hmm. and she invited like so we have bible study um every two weeks during lunch and that like we get together there's girls that are in my program at work and We get together, we talk, we pray, we go around, do round robins of what's going on in our lives. And so that has been really helpful. So giving, giving an inch sort of, and I haven't intentionally done this, but like, I find myself talking about my spiritual life church mm-hmm. even ssp comes up it's like oh it's a it's a faith-based podcast mm-hmm. and it's like you know what that means like, yeah you know, I say like,
1: that i say that at work too yeah. and it's so interesting because i'm like i'm gonna get one or two yeah exactly and you wait <laughs> you wait
0: for the reaction yeah because if it's a green light it's like okay i'm gonna I'm go ahead and tell you what what the deal is with the podcast right second if it's not a, if it's a red light it's gonna be like yeah just me and my best friend do it yeah <laughs> and that's what we do like um, so I've been able to sort of have the conversations that give a hint to me being Christian and seeing where it goes mm-hmm. and see how people react. Um, but these situations have sort of come organically. But I'm not, I'm not being intentional. But like I have to find Christian friends right now. Like, yeah, it's more so like I don't have no friends at all. So right, right. <laughs> it's like Jesus help, but listen. It's hard out here. The social the social life is I so thought different. about
1: getting a puppy just for the simple fact. Aww, tell that, my sister to get a puppy. Um, I didn't have any friends. Yeah. But here's the crazy part. I don't ha- I haven't really made any friends in Texas besides the people that I go to church with, which I'm fine with that. Because it's yeah. like, hey, we all serving together. I'm getting to know those that um I labor with, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, at the same time, I really have to, like, give myself talks like, Imani, you got to be social. Because it's, so, yes! it's so easy for Literally. me to not be social. Like, let's unpack this. I already put in 40 hours every yeah. week, right? Yep. Eight hours of the day, I'm talking to people. And my job is such a collaborative work environment. I'm always around people. People schedule lunch with me. So now yeah. I, the one hour that I want to myself, you can. I got to talk to you. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. It is, yeah. I need to recharge. So when the weekend comes, yes, I am in bed watching Hulu or Disney Plus because I'm recharging myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. However, I'm being uh, challenged in that way. And it's not like I'm antisocial. Yeah. I love being social. Mm -hmm. However, I need to recharge. Yeah. Because people are exhausted. That's so funny.
0: When me, uh, Pops, and Mama Gina were away, Pops is Imani's dad. We're waiting on you in the airport uh he asked me like how social life and I was like I'd be doing everything by myself and he, and he was like you gotta do better with that I was like it's not even that I it's like I, I do things on my own because I've been so used to it for the past couple months it's like I go to brunch I go shopping I go to the movies by myself and it's like not because I don't want anyone to go with me it's just like I get up and go and I don't think about inviting other people i don't think about being social and it's like i want to go do whatever i got to do and come back home and like the weekend's over and then it's it's, yes and i
1: feel like especially when you have moved it's like people gonna say one or two things if you tell them that you're always hanging out with other people if you're always going x y and z with this person it's like they may have this thought like, well, do you even know how to be by yourself? Because some yeah! people don't know how to be by themselves. My question is, I love being by myself I, too much. Listen, <laughs> that's, I, I think that's a good problem to have. It is a good problem. Some people don't know how to be by themselves. However, at the same time, and I keep telling people this, until you have moved across the country from everything you know. and everyone yep. that you know... I'm not going to say don't give me advice, but just yeah, just think about that. Because even at my church, I'm the only person that is 20 hours away from their family. Yeah. Child. Like, when I first told them that I moved all the way from Ohio, you should have seen the looks yeah. on their faces. Yeah. The looks on people's faces when I tell them that I moved cross country, mm-hmm. they think I'm crazy. Absolutely. That's a new grad. Yeah. Fresh. At 22 years at twi- old. It's
0: like... You did what now?
1: Yeah. And I, I've had people tell me I I wouldn't have the guts to do that. I I've had other I've had people in their 40s For, yeah tell me that oh yeah I wouldn't have the guts to do that. How how did you do? it? How did you manage? So it's easier. It's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Could we both be doing a better job at being social? Absolutely, sister. Yes, but we have done certain things where I'm like, oh okay, we're being we're social. being social, right? right also at the same time I know Texas isn't my final location yeah so I'm just kind of like chilling chilling yeah absolutely Woo!
0: how have you found value in your Christian friends
1: that's a good one I think for me and I'm when I first Got to college, I just felt like, oh, I'm so alone. Nobody understands me and da 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 And some days I still have those moments. Mm -hmm. But now I, not I, God is connecting me with people that can understand in some way. Even if they don't fully understand my experience, which I can't expect them to because they're not me. So no, you're not going to understand every single thing. But even if you can relate to me on a few levels that's been helpful so for me being young and knowing what god is requiring of me i've been connected to people some people two people courtney and someone else for my (laughs) (laughs) um also i'm gonna say okay i think i'm gonna say like four people but two i went to college with anywho um, there are a handful of people that understand what it means to be young and know the weight of responsibility that God is giving you. Mm-hmm. So that has been very helpful because one, I can share my experiences with you, and you're not gonna think I'm crazy. Mm-mm. Because sometimes when you have when you have a, a personal relationship with God. And depending on what he's gifted to you, you're going to have experiences that other people won't have. And when you tell them, they're going to think you're crazy, which is why you can't share everything with everyone. But I've been able to, you know, share my experiences with Courtney, although she will look at me like, bro, what? I mean,
0: we've also had together some really crazy spiritual experiences. Yeah, we've had some very, yeah,
1: unique experiences together. You said unique, I said crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's been very helpful. And with that naturally comes along like prayer Mm -hmm. and and support and even listen, y'all, let me tell you this. The reason why I, I gravitated towards Courtney so quickly is because she was one of the first people, if not the first, that was my age that ministered to me because up until that point, it was me. Uh, ministering to other people my age, whether that was through Bible study or whatever, but there was nobody that was really ministering to me. That was my age or our age, and Courtney was the first person. And when that happened, I was like, what? Go away. I was like, God, what you doing? You doing something, and I love it. Don't do it without me, whatever you're doing. <laughs> and that honestly... I've The people that I'm the closest to right now, it's all been rooted in like, rooted or grounded in purpose in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also one thing that I'm realizing is the people I'm the closest to, they're very much so divine connections. Or these are relationships that God has predestined before the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. about you? What value have you found in me?
0: <laughs> y'all not your Christian <laughs> friend she said and me okay to answer that me question you didn't have to okay, I was I'm being gonna, silly. I know I'm gonna get to it cause okay. you, you spoke on me Um, I think it's interesting when you are able you're handling a situation going through a situation and those friends can give can first and foremost point you to a Bible verse mm-hmm. not like Well, I think you should do this. It's more so like, this is what God says you should do about Mm -hmm. this situation. And it puts you, for me, in moments where I'm like in distress, anxious, or whatever, it it gets me outside of myself. Yeah. To get outside of my feelings and be like, God's already given me instructions on how to figure, like, Mm -hmm. deal with this. So like, let me do what he says. Yeah. Because it's going to work. Um, So being able to have those people that can give me biblical sound guidance and wisdom Mm -hmm. um, has been helpful. Prayer, of course. I think, I think prayer, Mm. being in prayer with someone for somebody is one of the most special things you can have. It's a very intimate thing and you have to have a really, your heart has to be in the right place for you to um, give prayer to someone, especially if they're vulnerable enough to tell you what's going on but also like to receive that prayer as well Mm -hmm. um and just being able to have that special bond and and share our experiences of where god is taking us to because there's i mean there's life is crazy life can turn like can do all these crazy twists and turns but at the same time You can it's it's amazing when you have a friend and the friend has been praying on this job and you've been praying with them and then they call you and they're like, "Girl, I got the job." Yeah, and it's not even a thing where it's like, it's like, "Oh, okay, she got the job." It's like we've been praying on this thing, we've been talking about this thing, Mm -hmm. and then she got it, and it's 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 a big deal, and it's a win for her, it's a win for God. Yeah. Um. So that's that's super 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 um valuable in regards to you, sissy. (sighs) <sighs> where do I begin? My sister probably has been, my sister has been with me in some of the most interesting parts of my life more recently. Mm-hmm. And I think it sort of happened, um, I mean, when we were interning in 2018. Yeah. And how, I mean, I, y'all, I woke up every morning before I could even get to work. My name had a word for me. And it was just like sissy, girl, haven't even had breakfast yet, and she just hit me with the one two punch. And it was something where I knew I was like, she's not making this up. Mm-hmm. She's not, she's not faking the funk. This is real. And I knew, like, we just we just bonded so quickly. And I've never bonded with someone so quickly. I mean, we would talk. We would be on the. I mean, we're intern. We're working. Yeah forty hour weeks and we're on the phone all night and we were we were what? Or we were in two different time zones. About the time we fit realized how late it was, it may have been like two o'clock her time, midnight my time, and we were talking, we were praying. And I think that's one of the most valuable parts of our relationship is I know if something's going on with me and vice versa, mine's gonna give me the she's gonna give me the the sister in Christ advice first and then she's going to give me the Imani advice second but I think that's so valuable to have people in your life that can speak into you can speak into um can speak to your frustrations in in your spiritual walk because that's not easy to be that vulnerable but also like to be able to speak on that and tell you you're capable of x y and z because God's called you to that Mm -hmm. so Imani does that for me often but that's it
1: is that it mama oh i thought you bit but that's it that's no! all that's for me Imani does. oh no, i can I write a to book
0: you I to you know what i can write a book on imani i mm-hmm. probably a whole novel series oh boy i'm sure that'll be interesting but is that it that
1: is it regarding the episode yes it is good episode <laughs> to be specific good episode for our first time recording together Woof woof. This is dope. This won't be the last. No. Okay, so the Bible verse for this week is Proverbs 27, 17. As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. The friends you have should push you to who God wants you to be, and they should hold you accountable while encouraging you. Y'all, one thing that we must do is get rid of this lone wolf mentality. Get rid of this, I don't need nobody but me. Yeah. This no new friends mentality. Because God didn't see it fit for man to be alone, which is exactly why he created Eve. Now, this doesn't mean you become friends with anyone. Correct. But in order to make friends, you must show yourself friendly and even ask God to connect you to the right people. But there are certain things, certain attributes that you should be looking in your friends. Your friends should push you closer to Christ, not pull you away.
0: That's it. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to close this off in prayer. Father God, thank you for who you are. I thank you that you are aligning us with people that you want us to be around. I thank you that you are aligning us with people that can speak to us and we can speak back to them. I thank you that you're aligning us with people that can speak to our purpose, that can help us move um, forward in our purposes. I pray that you are helping us with discernment in the people that we are bringing into our lives and bringing into, um um our environments i yeah. pray that you give us discernment on the people that we currently have mm-hmm. in our lives and i pray that you help us to de- to decide if those are people that need to stay in our lives or those are people that we should um get rid of because i know that you know seasons change and people change and i know that you have a purpose and a plan for every person that comes into our life. so i pray that you just help us um With discernment, I pray that the people that we are connected with, I pray that you help us be intentional Mm -hmm. with making those connections last. Um, I pray that you help us be intentional with forming those relationships, cultivating those relationships, and doing all the things that you want us to do regarding those relationships. I pray that you just help us, guide us and lead us in Jesus name amen
1: amen so y'all know the drill if you have any topic suggestions go ahead and fill out that form in our link tree in our bio on Instagram and let us know what you think about this week's episode or even previous episodes because y'all are still asking me about Tyrone which is fine that's great (laughs) but um just let us know your feedback also if you want to submit a listener letter go ahead and email us at the soul sisters podcast at gmail.com and And until next time, y'all, be blessed. Bye. Bye.